Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local realtor of 21 years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are so excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Welcome to February, everyone. I know. It's just... Like January did middle seem January really... January flyby. Did seem... I don't know if it flew. It was kind of drawn out there a little bit. I yeah. Know, who knows why, but we're into February now. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry it felt drawn out to you. Is there any specific reason why no, you I feel don't like know. it got I drawn just, out? I don't... Because I guess it was just... There's not a whole lot going on in January, and it was got just it. slower and... But um, here we are, February. Here we are, February, and um, still in our new iconic talk room, um, mm-hmm. which is in the Icon Real Estate new building that we will continue to be sharing more features and information about. Last week was amazing, where we got a chance to go on location. Yes, that was exciting. So you'll have to laugh at some of the pictures that you may or may not have seen on social media. So look for those, <laughs> where you get a chance to see Megan getting her official physical therapy session my little mirror assessment Uh uh-huh mirror (laughs) assessment yeah well that was last week this is this week and you know i i think about i don't know why i'm thinking about this but it comes to small town our podcast our our all of what we gear towards is so where you get a chance to know people in our local community right you know last week was great for that um it makes me think of that older movie um it's a wonderful life like a small town vibe right. that they have where everybody knows everybody. And do you remember, have you seen the movie from it's years been, and years ago? I'm probably not in like 30 years or more. It's not typically on my rotation. It's not in your rotation. I probably okay. should watch it again. I'm a white Christmas, which is Got like it. Okay. so old, but such a good movie. I don't know why I was thinking about it's a wonderful life when it comes to like small town vibe. But you know, for me, it's, there's the, the main character, George Bailey, right. and he's in like the, the banking business, mm-hmm. right? So everybody would know him and would go to him and the, the local bank took care of the town, right? right? That that was kind of the vibe. And then everybody is all happy and lives happily ever after right. at the end of some drama in the middle. But I'm not here to talk about the movie itself, <laughs> but it made me think, okay, is Winchester like its wonderful life? And do people know people who are bankers and right. lenders and George Bailey's of the world, right. right? Well, we got a chance to chat with somebody who I'm not going to say he's George Bailey, but he's from our town, essentially. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll hear some amazing stories about who he is and what he's done and how a local bank can help you out, right? Yeah, definitely. Because we we did talk about, we've, we've met with multiple lenders mm-hmm. here on the show before, um, but they're, they're brokers and they outsource who they're getting the bank loans yes. from, which is good for potentially buying a house. And trying to get a, a good deal on, you know, shopping around for who's going to be able to give right. you a good deal, but going through one person to find that. Right. So but we able heard to have somebody local, local that they can lend their own money. Yeah. And we heard um, my Bank partner wise. several <laughs> weeks ago, Dave Spence, Sherry, when you mm-hmm. need like a local uh, brick and mortar kind of bank, right? So that's 
we're like, that's a good idea. We need to chat with somebody who is right. the George Bailey of our town. Um, his name is Peter Warren, and he is a commercial banker at United Bank. And he, he walked down here. He walked he walked here from, <laughs> from his, his office. office. And our, um, our team at Icon walks to their bank mm-hmm. to do our banking um, almost daily, which is great. So you have that small-time vibe. Yeah. Bedford Falls, New York, Winchester, Virginia, all the same thing. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, here's our chat with uh, our buddy, Peter Warren. Well, we're here with Peter Warren. How are you? Excellent. So happy to have you here because we've done business now for a few years, and you are just a partner in the community that we're excited to learn more about. And even before we went um, live with you in the recording, we're talking about how like the purpose of our conversations are centered around Winchester and the community and partnership. So thanks for coming here. And uh, you, yeah, you're part of our community. So tell us a little bit about how you came to Winchester. Yeah, I've been a part of the community, let's see, about 38 years. Mm-hmm. I was born in St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> okay, nice. I uh, lived there for almost two years, relocated to Winchester. My dad got a, a job at Project Hope mm-hmm. over in Millwood. Yep. He, he was in the fundraising and development. Yep. And we have, it's the longest place my parents have ever lived. So it's really the only place I know. And I grew up in Whittier Acres. Love that neighborhood. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Had a big backyard, which my parents nicely put in a pool about five, six years ago, which my, <laughs> my kids love. And uh, so, yeah, I've been a part of this community for as long as I can remember. And went to John Hanley High School awesome. and went to Virginia Wesleyan University down in Virginia Beach. Okay. But just found my way back here to Winchester. I knew it was a good place to live and raise a family. Mm-hmm. And have an opportunity to a good career. So, you, you were that. When did you move back to Winchester? Was it immediately after college? Not immediately after college. I had a pretty cool experience after college. I uh, studied and got a business degree. Also played basketball and golf in college. And I actually toured against the Harlem Globetrotters oh, that's cool. for about a year and a half after nice. basketball. I, I I had a decent career. I scored over a thousand points and said I think I have an option, uh, an opportunity to go play professionally somewhere and go lose every single night I got paid I got paid to lose it was great (laughs) but uh yeah I did that for about a year and a half after school so I didn't really get into you know the business world immediately after that's a fun experience it was a great experience you know they're coming to town oh yeah United Bank sponsors we are we're the presenting sponsor we have been this is our third year in a row um, I'm, I'm drawing up a pretty cool halftime activity. Awesome. So if you're in attendance, you, your name might get called. You might have the opportunity to win something green. So Ooh. awesome. Um, well, we'll be on the lookout for that because we will be promoting it heavily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle of March, I think, right? It's Thursday, March 23rd. Yep. Okay. Um, I think doors open at five if you have the magic pass and then the, um, I guess the other doors just open at six and the game starts around seven. At Shenandoah. At Shenandoah. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a great experience. You know, I, I was part of the show over a hundred times. It was still a blast every time I was there and, and you know, watched it yeah. on the court. Now I'm off the court. Yeah. I bring my two boys mm-hmm. who are eight and six and they have a great time. Do you still connect with people that you were part of, you know, doing so that whole traveling circus? <laughs> not not much anymore. But last year there were still two Globetrotters that 14 years previously were rookies when I was doing it as mm. well. Mm-hmm. And so I connected and actually, you know, a couple of times during the game was like, Hey, you know, how you, how you doing? And then after the game, um, he allowed us to go back behind and get some autographs with, with, uh, some of the players for nice. my, for my kids. So yeah, those guys are, they're 
cool. They're talented. Um, they're nice, nice guys overall. Well, and the losing squad is always cool and talented too. So, you know, you guys, <laughs> yeah, are it was, it was a good time. Good was, sports for me. It was, you know, several division three players, um, actually one of which actually got promoted to the Globetrotter show to, to the actual team. So we traveled around and huh. then he got to go play again with the Globetrotters. Um, you know, I, so after that, I, I then worked at the Sportsplex, which okay. I think we ran across each yep. other a few times. Yep. I managed that facility and managed the sports leagues and the youth leagues and programs there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun. It was cool. I love sports and into all of that. Just wasn't the best career opportunity, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah. And um, how about golf? Any kind of a career path that you were pursuing th- with golf? Well, I worked at Winchester Country Club in high school and college, and you know that's a great place. I you know I currently go out there and play and take my kids out now, but. Um, no, not wasn't really interested in golf yeah. per se. Just what it's long hours. I did that kind of at Sportsplex, and I said I need a more of a Monday mm-hmm. through Friday, nine to five. Uh, so that took me to you know get into the financial industry and worked at Wells Fargo Financial, and then uh, worked at Wachovia, which then became Wells Fargo Bank. And I've been at United Bank for the past ten years. So okay, uh, strong, great company. Treat us well. You know, you do your job. They kind of leave you alone. Yeah. Um, so it's just, you know, a good place to be and, and a good career opportunity. And it's, So you said a good career opportunity. So walk us through kind of that decision-making process of kind of transitioning from... Globetrotters yeah. to yeah. banking. Right. Well, obviously there's some things in between there with the sports flex. And, yeah. Um, so what got you into banking there? United um, then? I mean, I, or Wachovia? I, and yeah, Wells I, and, I just enjoy helping people. And, you mm-hmm. know, financially it's something that, you know, I was good at and it made sense for me to go down that path. You know, I started kind of in the consumer debt, you know, world. And then once I came over to United, uh, worked in retail and then got into the commercial group, which started, you know, basically at the bottom as an analyst and then worked your way up as a portfolio manager and then you become a lender. Hmm. So uh, I've been in the commercial group for, I guess, eight years and been a lender for uh, six of those years. And so I, you know, I still learn every day, which is kind of a cool Mm -hmm. part of the job. There's not one loan or deal or customer or relationship that is the same. Kind of like real estate. Exactly (laughs) like real estate. I do a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, it's just every day is different. You're always learning. You're always, you know, asking questions, whether or not you think they're good questions or not. Um, But, you know, everybody, there's there's always something to do uh, and Mm -hmm. people to work with. So it's great. So walk us through kind of, you know, you transition from one bank to the next. And now you've been, you said, 10 years at United. What stands out about United Bank? Because I, I, I'll, I'll give you a little preface for this question, because several weeks ago, Megan and I chatted with my business partner, Dave Spence. We talked about land. Mm-hmm. Um, we could also eventually have a conversation about commercial properties. And so there's certain things that large lenders or lending brokers cannot cover. So how do, like what makes United Bank special? So I'll tee you that up for you and kind of just walk us through kind of what you've seen in your experiences there. So yeah, when I came to United 10 years ago, I think we were eight or nine billion in assets and we're currently about 30 billion. So hmm. as much as if we've grown in 10 years since I've been here, nothing has really changed, I guess you could say, hmm. which speaks to the volume of how well the bank is run mm-hmm. and it's it's run even though we're a very large regional bank the largest bank based in uh, the northern virginia market we still operate each of our markets so for instance winchester harrisonburg are kind of the same so each of those are are run by an individual and, and this market's run by harry smith so he's a longtime banker 
but you know we have the ability to just operate like a you know a little smaller relationship based bank and still give the the great services and products to you know community individuals and businesses but we have this suite of products and services that are offered by some of your national size uh, banks so we really have everything we can offer and we do it we care you know the bank has a couple of values uh, integrity hard work teamwork and caring and hmm. those are pretty solid in, in mm -hmm. my book i always add one transparency is something i i strongly believe in you mm -hmm. know just here we are you know can we can we put together a deal or a package uh, or a loan to make it work for both the customer and the bank mm -hmm. um so there's a lot of fluidity that the bank allows you to operate on it's almost as if i own my own business as an entrepreneur but i have the ability uh, to you know have products and, and and other specialized departments that people can help with. So um, hmm. there's a lot of added value that you know you don't, you don't see behind the closed doors, but we have just a strong team um, up and down the East Coast and, and all over the place. So um, just a, it's a solid company to work for. You know, there's you know sometimes it's about working for good people, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of a lot of good people at United Bank, starting from the top and all the way down. Um, and you know I've been able to talk to executive officers and the president over my career and you know that, that helps to develop relationships mm -hmm. and allows them to understand okay you know how's Pete doing and um, you know do we does he need any help or you know anything like that so where is where are headquarters based so we have two our holding company United Bank Shares uh, Incorporated is based out of Charleston West Virginia okay uh, the bank was started on actually on St. Patty's Day of 1839 uh, in Parkersburg uh, which was actually Virginia then, uh, mm -hmm. which it's now West Virginia. Huh. So um, cool little story about the bank, but uh, we're also headquartered in Vienna, Tyson's Corner, where the bank company is, is uh, headquartered. So United Bank is the largest regional-based bank in the state of Virginia. Hmm. Cool. And how many branches do you have locally? Locally, we have uh, five in Winchester, two in Front Royal, one in Woodstock, one in Strasburg, and then we have five. Uh, or six in the Harrisonburg market. Mm -hmm. uh, we're down in Charlottesville, so really in the valley, um, and then above us, obviously, uh, Martinsburg, uh, there's some branches there as well. Hmm. Would you say that people generally come to you to ask for business and ask for loans and ask for money, or are you guys out there pursuing other companies in business? Like, which, is it a two-way street? Like, where do you guys glean a majority of your your business from? Yeah, a little bit of both. I think we have strong uh, branches and retail staff that are always having eyes and ears open for those potential business opportunities. And, you know, I'll get a lot of questions from them. Hey, does this look like a commercial loan? Or sometimes we have a business banking um, loan program that's designed for smaller businesses, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I'll usually handle the larger commercial relationships. Um, yeah, I, I look at my portfolio, you know, my customers that I have to see if there's any other opportunities there. But yeah, there's always your top five prospects, you know, top five clients and, and, you know, can we go get more business from them? That's always the goal, um, you know, on a quarterly basis, monthly basis, obviously annual basis as well. So it's all about how much work you put into to what you want to get out of it. And, um, you know, the bank typically will have some, you know, goals for, for us as, as employees, but also goals for the bank overall. So it's really what am I doing to help the bank overall, you know, help the shareholders and so on and so forth and help the communities that we're all a part of. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big one too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So your specific role, commercial, 
mm-hmm. um, walk us through what that would look like for just somebody walking into your branch, which is downtown, mm-hmm. right? On right. Cameron Street. Yep. Um, and they say, I'm thinking about um, getting my business into a bigger, better building. Instead of renting, I want to buy something. I'd say, what do we do? Great idea first. You know, that's always good to have. Uh, ownership of the building you're in um, it's a good asset to add to your balance sheet mm-hmm. um, you know you can invest more in it but typically you know we I'd sit down and have a discussion on on you know short-term goals long-term goals you know where do you see your business how well is your business doing um, and then really just you know getting down to looking at the numbers and looking at the financial statements and uh, talking over those with the clients but really just saying all right here's kind of the the process there's you know we have our own application documents that I usually send out to clients um, say please organize your information send it back coming back in we'll have a sit down again and just talk about what options are available I usually try to find a try to back into a deal for a client so I can say here's what we can do mm-hmm. you know and, and can can we meet somewhere in the middle to make sure that it's a good fit and a good you know good for the for the company, right? Um, we don't want them to pay too much if they can't afford it. Obviously, you know, cash flow is is strong, uh, part of our underwriting process. So, they come in, we we get the financials in, we do some underwriting, and then we discuss, you know, the terms of of what a potential deal would look like. Hmm. And with that, what I mean, as far as tips, and I've gone through this process, um, it does take a little bit of organization mm-hmm. on on my end, the person coming to you, the bank. Right. So thinking that through, what, what can somebody uh, do to help the process to make it go easier on your end? Yeah, I'll, I'll, basically I do as much as I can. So I'll send out a list just organized into individual section and company section. And each person that comes in, you know, if they're an owner of a business, uh, typically they would, you know, provide some backing to the loan. And, you know, an email from me was just going to list out, here's what you need to provide for yourself, you know, personal financial statement, your tax returns, and then here's what we need on the business side, you know, ca- historical cash flows. We usually like to look at the last three to five years, if, mm-hmm. if that's there, if it's available, just to give us a good, you know, review of what, what the company has been, uh, been doing over the past several years. And, you know, I usually say the clock doesn't start ticking until we get a full package from you. So okay. I don't want to... I don't want to start on this if I don't have all the information because mm-hmm. surely there's going to be questions that pop up. I don't like to send a million emails and say, oh, forgot about that question. Oh, <laughs> forgot about that question. Sure. I really don't like to do that because, you know, I used to be on the under, underwriting side. So for me, if an analyst asks me a million questions about a client, I will say, you know, please stop and just send me one email so I can then send one email to mm-hmm. There's the tip. Be organized and have, if you're going to send one email out you want one email back in. I want Would one email be- back in with a lot of attachments. That's right. <laughs> uh, so beyond even just commercial, I mean, it, it, we can talk lands, we can talk cars, RVs, like what other kind of products or services would you guys be providing where you're loaning out money? Yeah, we, uh, we're indirect side. So if you go to any dealership in Winchester and the surrounding area, typically we have an, a, you know, a relationship set up with that dealer, that finance director that will say, all right, United Bank is an approved lender and can we send some paper to the bank? Obviously we have kind of our area of, of what we want the 
individual to look like that's applying for the loan, mm -hmm. you know, good credit score, et cetera. Um, but yeah, we indirect side automobiles. Um, yeah, I've done an RV that's you know, not out of the realm, okay. but, um, you know, sometimes people call that, you know, collateral on wheels. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously real estate's <laughs> a little more secure. It doesn't sure. go anywhere. Well, right? I, sure. I, I might beg to differ on that lately in the past couple of years, values of RVs have been, a, they've been appreciating assets, which is, yeah. in, it's insane. Yeah. Well, we're starting to see that come back down a little bit. Yes. I did have a conversation with my indirect dealer uh, who sits out in Martinsburg, and you know we're just going to be a little more selective this year. Um, it seems mm -hmm. the standard loan term on an automobile is no longer 60 months. It starts at around 72 months. Mm -hmm. So people are extending out car loans a little too long mm -hmm. for the bank's, bank's liking. Mm -hmm. So I think we're finally catching on and saying, you know, here's the criteria we want to lend to. And mm -hmm. we're not going to lend or stretch if we don't have to. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, commercial real estate is probably the biggest piece of what I would do, whether it's an investment purpose or an owner-occupied property of a company that's there for manufacturing purposes or industrial or some type of a flex um, or just an office building. Um, you know, there's a lot of those and a lot of also investors, especially in Winchester, that buy certain properties and maybe turn them into apartments mm -hmm. or just renovate and turn into apartments. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot that you can do. Um, you know, as I said, us being such a very large bank, we have the ability to kind of review any any requests that, that a company or an individual may have and just, as I said, be transparent. Mm -hmm. Yes, we can do that. Mm -hmm. No, we can't. Or yes, we can do it. But here's kind of here's how we can do it. It's the beauty that you're large, but also small. Mm -hmm. yeah, so it still has kind of the hometown vibe to it, knowing that like, yes, you're in this region. And yes. that's about it. Um, and you have branches around town. You get to know the people who are visiting and seeing you. Mm -hmm. You see the same people that you pop in all the time. It's just kind of comforting to know, okay, there's specialist local lenders and local bank that cares about you. Um, you're, you're talking about RVs, and that's not totally out of the ordinary. What's what's a crazy? What's the craziest thing you've seen that you, you've given out money for? Well, I had, some loans I've been requested... Um, I guess one that I, I didn't do, but it was an, an airplane. We don't really <laughs> no. like airplanes. I mean, it's doable, uh -huh. but I was intrigued, but I didn't really put too much effort into mm -hmm. it, I guess. Mm -hmm. it, it was just a little out of the box, mm -hmm. uh, so to speak. But I did talk to one of our credit officers, uh, and he said, yeah, we've done airplane loans, so if you do want to do it, just let me know, and we can discuss <laughs> nice. what the terms should look like or even if you're like a startup company and you're looking for upfront money is that even in the possibilities of where you guys are i would say we we can partner with sba um, we have partners in richmond and we have some other lending institutions that have those sba specialized groups we we have a business banking group that does work with the sba backed loans but you know, there's a lot of risk in a mm -hmm. new business and a startup. Mm -hmm. yep. I would say it's not out of the question. It, it, it would definitely help if the individual of that company was very strong financially on their personal balance sheet. It's going to back it. Yeah, some, absolutely. Have to have that. There should sure. be, you know, some skin in the game. Right. Yeah. That individual needs to show a good amount of liquidity, which could be cash, could be marketable securities, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, cash value, life insurance, a lot of different things. But the bank needs to know that there is some backing, as you said. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you definitely have given us a, many things to chew on here. <laughs> I like it because you can go to United for most anything. Just 
but they'll look very carefully at it and they'll see what's going on. We have just a few parting questions for you that um, we haven't asked our interview um, guests in a very long time, but we're going to break it down to three. So this is very easy, off the top of your head. Here's question number one. What do you like most about your neighborhood, about where you currently live? This is funny, but I like that I live on a hill. Uh-huh. So if I need to go get some cardio exercise, all I have to do is run up my hill a few times. I don't have to go run for <laughs> many miles. I, I'm a tall guy and running is hard. So yeah. if I can just do a few sprints up and down my hill, um, that's okay. But secondly, I have family that are all within like a mile radius. Yeah, that's so awesome. that, that part of it, it's pretty cool. I'm downtown, but it's a little different than Woody Acres. Right. I grew up flat, you big yard. I'm on a hill now and no yard and no <laughs> yeah. garage. So it's tough, but I love it. It's a great house. I like, feel your pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an effort to go out on a jog because uh-huh. you know you're going to come back home up that hill. Yeah. So. It's when you drive your car down to the bottom. <laughs> hey, don't give me ideas. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Question number two. All right. What's your favorite local restaurant? Mm. Uh, let's see. Cafe del Sol always pops into my That's mind. That's a good one. Love that place. Dave does a good job there. Um, Village Square is always mm-hmm. kind of one of my favorites. If my yep. wife and I want to have a good meal. Yep. We always know we yep. can go there. Yep. Standard yep. go-tos. I yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah. Last and final one. What is something that you feel like makes our area special? Mm. I'd say four seasons, uh, mountains. You know, mm-hmm. I, when I went to Virginia Wesleyan, it's flat by yeah. the ocean. Yeah. I kind of found out pretty quickly that I missed the mountains and the leaves and the four seasons. And so I think we have a lot you know, of that here in the market. And, um, I don't know, being outdoors is great. You know, the, the trails opened up at museum mission Valley. Mm-hmm. It's close to where mm-hmm. I live. So I can mm-hmm. run there, take the kids there. Um, I think it's a great attraction and just trying to, you know, be outdoors as much as possible is, is important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Your story's fascinating. Now <laughs> I'm even more excited about Globetrotters. Yeah, me too. Showing I've, up I've in never, the town. Never really been a big basketball fan. I was terrible at it, even though I'm 5'10", so I had the height for a girl, but terrible. So I just never really paid attention to it. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I want to go. There's, there's a little bit of basketball. It's, it's more entertainment, Uh I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, But just be, be wary. If you're sitting courtside, you might get pulled into the show. Get ready. That would just be no. We'll we'll put you on the front. We'll put you on the front row, Megan. Yes. Well, awesome. Thanks so much, Pete. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Well, that was fun. I mean, I think I have an easy answer to this question, but what did you learn from today's <laughs> chat? About his basketball career. Right. I think that was totally fascinating. Yeah. And I've always known that he is a great golfer. I've seen him out and about in the country club before. But basketball, it's impressive. Well, to, to when he walked get on into that. our conference room, I, you know, I had, had not met Pete before. And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, I hope he does not hit his head yeah. on the door frame. He is tall. He's tall. So yep. having a career in basketball there and being able to play with the Globetrotters, that that's is pretty so cool. exciting. That's pretty cool. Might as well, I mean, it's a one shot, a mm-hmm. once in a lifetime opportunity. Take it. Yeah. You'll get a job and a yeah. career later down the road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, and and I loved hearing about kind of his history through banking and what he's done, and then ending up as the commercial banker with yeah. United Bank, yeah. right? Like we mentioned, right down the street here from yep. us. And I love hearing how it is local. Yeah, it technically started in what's now considered West Virginia, but they also have so office there and office in Vienna, and there's just this small town vibe that you do get. And 
trust me, there's other banks like this as well, mm-hmm. but just the partnership that we have that I've had over the years with them is, is super, um, just helpful to know that there's somebody who's going to be able to take care of you if you need that kind of money and that kind of lending. And he's right. So take that tip. Um, be prepared when you are going to approach the bank Mm -hmm. because it's going to make your life and their lives a whole lot easier. And I think that goes for commercial or if you're looking at something for being able to purchase residentially speaking, just have your stuff together and be prepared because it's only going to make your experience with your banker even better. I did really like that they mentioned caring as part of kind of their Mm -hmm. mission statements for United Bank. I think that's huge. And that's, that's, I know that's kind of how we do business also. It's not just about, you need this, we're going to give you this, but we're going to take care of you and we're going to care about you right. as a, as a client as yep. well. Yep. So I, I like that they had that in there too for United. It's a good niche to have. Mm-hmm. Well, beyond the Harlem Globetrotter event, which we'll continue to talk about in March, what else is happening in our local area? Well, there is Pickle for the People, which the Winchester Parks and Rec and CCAP are teaming up to host a doubles round robin pickleball tournament on this Saturday at 8 a.m. So they're going to be trying to raise money and, uh, and they'll take non-perishable food dona- donations. So that'll be kind of exciting and all players will receive a tournament shirt. So that's something. Mm. Um, another big thing that's happened in this weekend on Sunday What's happening Sunday? I think it's the Super Bowl. Of course. Super Bowl Sunday. We've got Super Bowl Sunday. And typically it wouldn't have been a big deal. I mean, I'm I'm a Bears fan, but I'm also, I guess, a commander's fan. Fan oh, by gosh. by marriage or whatever, oh, redskin whatever people. So want does to call that mean them. that you hate the Cowboys, Eagles, and Giants? I really don't care because okay. they're not in technically in my division. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Green Bay or the Vikings or the so Lions. You care more about yes, I got. <laughs> but you. the Bears don't play in much of anything these days, right? And so that's not a big deal. But what's really cool about this Super Bowl is that we have a Winchester native and a 2016 Millbrook High School graduate, uh, Nasia Johnson. He is going to be playing in the Super Bowl. Awesome. Um, so he was a walk-on it. player for Marshall University and wow. drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs just in the 2022 draft. Wow. That's all right. That's mm-hmm. a good reason to root for the Chiefs then. Yeah, that's there what I said. I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm not a fan of the Eagles. So Oh, yeah. So of course you're so going to. So now this will give me even better <laughs> reasons to, to root for the the Chiefs. Well, so. I think that's kind of how my husband is, even being a, a, a Commanders fan. Um, he's just going to root for whoever's, you know. Right. You don't want your somebody in your division to win. No. So. Well, and then if you get to but though, on the flip side, if you get to the very big game and your team from your division wins, that makes you look a little bit better if they had beaten you during the course of the year. Well, that's so, true. The Super Bowl champs, you know, you lost yes, to them. So. Right. They they won the whole thing, and so therefore think, they deserved it. But didn't the Commanders actually win against the Eagles in one of the games? I, I thought this year. I don't I think so. I don't pay yeah. enough attention yeah. anymore to it. But the Eagles um, are not undefeated. But sure. Anyways, we're gonna have a local local player. Love it. Which I think is just super exciting. So I'll he'll be, be on special teams looking out for, for the him. Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode. Look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they are experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. We would love it if you would take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Yep. Thanks so much to our editor extraordinaire, Simeon Paglia. And until next time, think Iconic. Iconic.